0: Welcome to Lynn Cullen Live, talk radio without the static. Email your questions and comments to lynn at pghcitypaper.com. And now your host, Lynn Cullen.
1: Uh, hello. We're going to try to get this thing going. I'm sorry for the delay If you've if you've been waiting. Uh, it's eight minutes after our usual starting time. We've been having the same kind of technical snafu that, uh, dropped the show last week. So, um, fingers crossed, (laughs) you know, for a pessimist like me, this is not, I, okay, I'll, let's just, uh, move on. Uh, hello, it's, uh, December 21st, it's a Monday of christmas week uh we've got uh one month left of uh donald trump in the oval office which is a terrifying uh terrifying <laughs> absolutely terrifying since i keep reading articles about how the people who see him on a regular basis people working in the white house say he's Uh, well not himself we know that he's absolutely performed no presidential functions uh, since he lost he's just in there plotting and uh, freaking out Um, for a narcissist I guess uh, a, a really pathological messed up human being who cannot accept uh, loss. Uh, this is a bitch. <laughs> he ain't going to be able to do it. It's not in his makeup. He will never concede. I don't know what he's going to do to us, meaning the country, um, in the next 30 days. But uh, whatever it is, it ain't going to be good. Just saying. And uh, I think it's a particularly uh, scary uh, time i do um everything as i said that i read and this is you know from leaks um that he is continuing to uh plot <laughs> to plot overturning this election and when you see who <clears throat> as his time nears its end you know i keep thinking of you know of hitler in his bunker uh becoming more and more uh deranged uh the people who are uh, have access uh to him the people who have his ear um are almost as insane as he is so that we do know that on friday he met with uh the brain trust of, of of rudy uh giuliani and uh sydney powell and michael flynn now these are the three crazy people and i would say uh traitors who are still actively uh arguing that he needs to uh, void this election. Uh, And so, I don't know. Actually discussed in the Oval Office on Friday was the idea of commandeering voting machines, appointing Sidney Powell, this insane woman, as a, a special counsel who will go in and inspect the machines um, also floated. And this was something that uh, Flynn has been really pushing.
0: And I'm sure you know all this stuff, but it's just, it really is believable. And Flynn is pushing
1: uh, martial law, the imposition of martial law and a mandated redo of,
0: of the election. Uh, So,
1: and you know, that, that this is not like front page news every single day is beyond me and it's one of the reasons i'm so frightened that there's this just complacency with the the ongoing seditious behavior of uh the president and his uh, enablers so i just want to say that i i'm i'm holding my breath until the inauguration and i can't quite even imagine how that's going to play out. Um, in some ways, Trump is is lucky in that because of the pandemic, the usual kinds of, um, of inaugural activities that we as a people have come to expect and take pride in. Uh, The image of the outgoing president greeting the incoming president of them riding together to the Capitol. None of that will, of course, happen uh, because of the pandemic. But it wouldn't have happened even if there weren't a pandemic (laughs) because Trump wouldn't do it. I'm quite sure. Um, So I don't know i can't imagine what uh what we're going to be seeing hey speaking of seeing you know you you do know that there's this uh you know celestial event uh that's very rare that's coming to your sky this evening right at sunset apparently right after sunset is the time to look to your uh southwest The southwest horizon very low in the sky and to see what's called a conjunction of um saturn and jupiter from our perspective you understand in reality saturn and jupiter are in orbit where they where they are but from our perspective looking at them they're going to be like practically on top of each other uh thus creating this incredibly uh bright uh star it'll be the two of them together and unless you have uh i guess uh really good binoculars or a telescope you won't be able to see uh the the space in between them and there will be a, a, a slight uh space the last time uh jupiter and saturn were so close was 1623 i mean galileo was watching i don't know 1623 but even more astonishing to me than that is this little factoid i came across <laughs> that said that <clears throat> it was in 1226 if one can imagine 1226 just to put this in historical perspective that's when uh, genghis khan was uh you know pretty much uh, conquering um the landmass that we now think of as asia um but i guess it, it's been since 1226 that the two have been drawn as close as they are uh right now, or no, that was even closer so this is i mean twelve twenty six sixteen whatever uh it, it is amazing, and now to usher out the um uh, the great year of twenty twenty so try to remember to do that. I mean, weather permitting, I don't know, it looks sort of cloudy right now, but if if we can see that, that'd be something you ain't ever gonna see again. I'm sort of wondering if it comes at around this time, is that possibly never mind, I was gonna get religious on and uh thinking of Jesus' birth. Um i was so upset last thursday when i tried to we tried to get on this i had such a good show and uh news being what news is so much of what i wanted to talk about is now gone i mean it's it's of no interest uh <clears throat> the news travels so quickly um and so i'm in unable to share what would have been a really good show I I think seriously um happening overnight just in case you didn't see Robert E Lee Yeah Robert E Lee traitor was uh had his statue Removed in the dead of night from the U.S. Capitol, Uh, Robert E. Lee had stood there for a long, long time, alongside a statue of George Washington, as the two representatives of the state of Virginia. Each state having two, uh, two of its, of its residents uh, that they can honor in such a way in Statuary Hall. I think that's what it's called um and virginia has decided to remove uh robert e lee and he has been uh removed <coughs> george washington stays and it says here that robert e lee will be replaced i think by a statue of a woman who i don't know and this and it makes sense because she's, a, I guess, a black woman. And, you know, black women who are worthy of being honored in such a way uh, generally are unknown to us. But I don't know this. I could look her up real fast, but I'm, I'm not going to. Uh, Robert E. Lee will be replaced by Barbara Johns. And I don't know who that is. She was an activist, um, but I had not heard her name before. So,
0: yeah, little things uh, change, right? Mm -hmm. Bree, are you kidding me?
1: Uh, Brie writes from Malaysia, speaking of celestial, what do you make of the narrow band signal discovery coming from Proxima Centauri? Uh Uh-oh. First of all, (coughs) I don't know anything about it. So there's some kind of signal coming from another galaxy heading our way? Um, I don't know. Or are you pulling me leg? I don't. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. I am uh, uh, okay. Um, excuse me. So on Sunday, I was um, looking at this special section of the. It was about uh, getting through these next uh, months waiting for the vaccines hey is anybody as furious as i looking at the likes of uh marco rubio and other republican senators who aided and abetted in the uh in the appalling reckless murderous approach of this administration to the pandemic Getting the vaccine. They are getting the vaccine. Before the doctors and nurses. Or at the same time as. There there shouldn't be one vial. Given to those vile people. Not one. Till the end. Back of the line. And this is like so maddening. So maddening. When you think of all the vulnerable people made more vulnerable by the inability of these Republicans, especially to act and to demand action from the head of their party, the murderous Donald J. Trump.
0: God.
1: Yeah. You're going to see a lot of elbows flying now with the with the vaccine out there. I want it. I get it. And in fact, there is already, you know, lobbying going on. The latest thing that came out um, saying that next up will be uh, uh, certain essential workers and people over 75. I rarely wish I'm older. I was older, but I, I, I wish I were older. I didn't make the cut. Um, what happens if you? So if you're seventy-four and a half, tough. <laughs> these sort of arbitrary things that have to—I guess these lines have to be drawn. But um, whatever. If if you're if if any of you have gotten it, please uh, let me know. Give us a call, uh, whatever. And I'm I'm envious because I do want it. And for the people who say they wouldn't take it. I mean, I am so sick of being surrounded by fucking fools. Excuse me. I have not sworn on this show in some time. I mean, not like the F word. I haven't. But I I I, I cannot tolerate anymore. And I mean, it's, we're talking about so many people, so many willfully stupid people. And by willfully stupid, I mean, I'm not calling them stupid necessarily. They got brains. They got the capacity for critical thought. They're refusing to use it.
0: That's willful stupidity. And that's worse than stupidity. You've been to the airport? I'm sure it's, it's jumping. It's jumping.
1: Man, Christmas, people traveling. I ain't not going to see my whatever, fill in the blank. I always fill in the blank. And this, after we're seeing this
0: unbelievable surge of death from Thanksgiving, when our willfully stupid, selfish countrymen and
1: women said, well, it's Thanksgiving and I got to see my,
0: I'm so sick of them. I'm so sick of them. New York Times got a bunch of epidemiologists together, including Dr. Fauci,
1: and asked them pretty basic questions. Like, what advice do you have for people heading into, you know, the Christmas holiday? And to a man and a woman, these
0: people all said the same thing, right? Do it by Zoom. For God's sakes, don't let fill-in-the-blank come home and kill grandma. Think of this. They just won't. Think of this like World War II. Hey, Christmas was coming on. Our soldiers didn't get to fly home to eat Christmas dinner.
1: All those young, wonderful men at Normandy,
0: they didn't say, oh, time out, Christmas, got to go. Their parents, their grandparents, their sons, their daughters, stateside, they missed them, but they understood. That there was a little bit of a
1: catastrophe afoot, a little bit of an emergency
0: situation, and that it required changes so that at a later and happier date, we could all get together again. But the one answer I wanted to share with you
1: is to the question, what can we assume will never return to normal? And here's what one of the epidemiologists said, and I heartily concur. My relationships with people who have taken this pandemic lightly and ignored public health messages and recommendations
0: those relationships will never return to normal. And here's an interesting one, and I concur with this too.
1: The question is, will we shake hands again? And Dr. Fauci answered this one, I'm not. He said quite directly, he's done. If you haven't shaken Dr. Fauci's hand before now, you ain't ever going to have the opportunity because Dr. Fauci says, I don't know about you, but I am not. And he says, I know that doesn't mean that nobody's gonna shake hands again,
0: but some people will not shake hands again. And I think it's a good idea.
1: Just sticking with the epidemiologist for a bit. Since we're in the most fraught time of this horror, we got light at the end of the tunnel, but an incredible opportunity in the next few weeks to really muck it up and kill tens of thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of people more by our impatience, our nonchalance, our selfishness, and our willful ignorance. So 700 epidemiologists were gotten together and all asked the same things. Have you, in the last five months, done this? And it was a series of activities. And I, now you gotta figure, an epidemiologist is much more aware of what the risks are. And since we all are taking a risk every once in a while, factoring out, you know, this, that, and the, um, it is interesting to see what they didn't do, which so many people I know have done, playing with fire. First, let's get, to the activities that had over 50% of the 700 epidemiologists saying, yes,
0: I did that. Went to the grocery store, went to the pharmacy.
1: And that number you should know is 90% because those are the places that you gotta go. Okay, you go. You're quick about it. You, you're not wandering around. Well, let's see. I'm just have. you know what you want. You go. You get it, and you come on back. But nothing else got that high a number.
0: The next number, where the epidemiologists, the majority of them, excuse me, agreed, was did you bring in the mail
1: without precautions? In other words, did you just open the mailbox, pick up the mail and bring it in and open it? 72% of the epidemiologist says, yes, I've done that. And I must say, I've done that. So far, I'm, I'm with them. But that means we've already lost now close to a third of them saying, no, I didn't do that hiked or gathered outdoors with friends. I did that, didn't you? But we're down to just 62% of the epidemiologists.
0: And now we're under four, we're under 50% for all the rest of this. The
1: next one saw a doctor. Have you seen a doctor? Heck, I got friggin' surgery. I had to see doctors upon doctors before it. I've seen doctors after it. I've seen other doctors. Man, have I seen doctors. Only 44% of these epidemiologists said, "Uh uh-huh. So I think I have been so extraordinarily
0: careful. And yet, according to this, my God, got
1: a haircut. How many of these epidemiologists should think had a haircut? 29%. Okay, so now we're under a third. And it just is amazing. Eight indoors at a restaurant. Are you kidding me? All of these are under, all of these 90% of the epidemiologist said, are
0: you kidding me? And I'm gonna give you these activities, many of which I did.
1: Vacationed overnight within driving distance, rode a subway or a bus, visited an elderly relative or friend in their home, attended a political protest, exercised at a gym, traveled by airplane, worked in a shared office, hugged or shaken hands while greeting a friend, attended a church or other religious service, attended a wedding or a funeral. Guys, were down to 3%. And then think of all the people who have done, what? They've done all those things and that is why you're seeing the United States of America faring worse
0: than any other country on the globe. Incredible.
2: Uh,
0: Bree says he
1: isn't kidding all of this is too much for me. It's about alien hunters. Alien hunters are discovering
0: mysterious signals from Proxima Centauri uh, I guess, uh, British newspaper uh said that
1: they are uh we are getting mysterious signals from the closest star to our own. You can't see this star from Earth with the naked eye, but yeah, well, no, I haven't um it it whatever is coming our way from this uh universe is it occupies a very narrow end of the radio spectrum nine eighty two megahertz, which is a region typically bereft of transmissions from human made satellites and spacecraft so One scientist say we don't know of any natural way to compress electromagnetic energy into a single bin in frequency. Maybe it's some yet unknown exotic quirk of plasma physics. So they don't know what the hell's going on. Just saying. Well, I'm not going to lose any sleep over it, nor am I going to... um, follow it i just can't you know we got a new variant of the damn coronavirus that's something that we don't know much about that is is much more concerning (laughs) to me oh god i don't know guys unbelievable
2: Um, okay,
0: hey,
1: you know there's so much to talk about, and I haven't had the opportunity and one of the things I haven't had the opportunity i mean I've had more opportunity than most people, but i this hack that happened, the Russians hacking into our entire government, all of its computers, its networks, its secrets, and you understand that hack happened back in the spring. They've been
0: in there. The Russians, they're still in there. The Russians are inside our government's
1: communications network. So that even as I guess, I don't know how much the government's doing now, given that Trump is in charge, but in as much as they're trying to get this thing under control, fix it, even as they communicate about how they're going to fix it, the Russians are reading those communications. Do you understand that? It's how how insane this is. So while our president continues to squawk and scream about impounding voting machines uh, because software, who knows
0: what, was changing, which is all just flat-out bullshit. Fantasy. Something very real has happened
1: compromising our government security and by the way it ain't just our government it's most major corporations by far had the same software they too got hacked the russians remember that old Movie, the Russians are coming, the Russians are coming, they came, they're here, they're embedded. Yawn,
0: say most Americans, yawn. And Donald Trump, the
1: President of the United States, (laughs) whose main job is to protect. The country from foreign invasion, and this is a foreign
0: invasion. Says, um, are you sure it ain't the Chinese. Let me read to you a little bit of what
1: understand who whose words these are. (laughs) This is not some wild eyed uh, liberal. This is, in fact, a guy named Thomas Bossert, who, guess what, was the Homeland Security advisor to one Donald J. Trump. He was also deputy Homeland Security advisor to President George W. Bush, he is an expert in network security and he's worked
0: for Trump, here's what he wrote, at the worst possible time when the
1: United States is at its most vulnerable during a presidential transition and a devastating pandemic, the networks of our federal government and much of corporate America have been compromised by a foreign nation. And we need to understand the scale and the significance of it he goes on to talk about how they think these guys gained access and they put malware on the software that is used by all our governmental agencies i mean the securities and exchange commission the treasury department the state department homeland security (laughs) The number of organizations that downloaded the corrupted software could be as many as 18,000, which includes almost all federal government, unclassified networks, and more than 425 of the Fortune 500 companies. So here's what you have to assume. The Russians have had access to a considerable number of our important and sensitive networks for six to nine months, and in fact, are still there. They're still in there
0: collecting whatever they want. He says these hackers will have long ago moved past their entry
1: point and covered their tracks and have gained, I'm sure, what experts would call persistent access, meaning that the Russians have the ability to infiltrate and control our networks in a way that is hard for us to even
0: detect, let alone remove. Understand, this was a security advisor to Trump
1: who's done nothing about this. And he says it will take years for us to know which networks the Russians control and which ones they just
0: occupy. Now, when I said this was an invasion, I was not using it as
1: a metaphor. We live in a different time. And this is the way wars are largely fought now. And we have been invaded by Russia.
0: Our president has done nothing I swear to God he's essentially a Russian agent
1: so they're inside our government they got their puppet in the White House and we don't even know which networks they actually control they can take control and which they occupy And here's what this expert on exactly this says. The logical conclusion is that we must act as if the Russian government has control of all the networks it has penetrated. And understand that the access they have can be used for far more
0: than simply spying. because in the networks the russians now control they have the
1: power to destroy data or alter data to impersonate legitimate people no one's going to know what's real or what isn't in all of our all of these governmental entities they can change numbers around Domestic and geopolitical tensions, whoa, they could escalate those really easily. And it's exactly the kind of thing that Putin's boys
0: do
2: and love to do.
0: And during all this, while we're doing nothing, all of our sensitive
1: networks have to remain operational i mean we have to use them despite the fact that we got to figure there are russians looking over the shoulders
0: of any american who is using them this guy says we're going to have to literally redo we're going to have to build entire new networks And
1: as we do it, I'll read this exactly as he wrote it, this will be difficult work because the Russians will be watching every
0: move we make on the inside. He says at the very least, the US military and intelligence community must be placed
1: on increased alert All elements of national power must be placed
0: on the table. None of that has happened. And he says, President Trump is leaving behind a federal government and perhaps
1: a large number of major industries compromised by the Russians. And of course, it's just another mess that he's dumped into the lap
0: of the next president, Joe Biden. Because
1: as Biden tries to deal with this, as well as the pandemic, as well as our economy, as well as all the pain and suffering that is going on in this
0: country, as well as repairing our alliances, the poor guy has to assume that communications
1: about anything he's trying to do are being read
0: by Russians. And Biden and his administration are going to have to
1: assume that any government data that they
0: access, or even email that they access, could be falsified Russian information. They won't know what's what what. We are under attack. We have been
1: under attack almost since the virus happened. And we have had an oblivious
0: government. And even after they became aware, have done nothing. So again, understand this is the Homeland Security advisor to President Trump
1: at one point, also served in W's uh, White House. And he says, the magnitude of this national security
0: breach is hard to overstate. Incredible. Oh. oh God, guys!
1: I don't know. I got so much stuff here. Um, let me get some of your emails here. Um. Good morning, driving this morning. I flipped on the big local station. (laughs) Thanks for not naming names. And there was their host interviewing owners of restaurants and bars, right? that were going rogue and opening up and defying the state's orders. He was applauding them, calling them heroes, urging his listeners to support them and visit their places to eat.
0: They can't kill enough of us. Tom says, we are doomed.
1: Have a great day. Yeah. Anne says, in regard to the space activity, I have a a theory about the outer space activity. The aliens that dumped Trump in our laps know the inauguration is coming, um, and they're getting ready to beam him back up to where he came from. Well, ha ha! But I got news for you, Ann. No, he is a he is so much an Earthling. He is he is so much a representative of all of the worst aspects of humanity. I mean, you can't you couldn't make a worse representation or a better representation of the of the worst of us.
2: Oh, God.
1: Just... I was reading this article about Jeffrey Tubin. remember him, you know, he was on CNN all the time and he has books out and he's a renowned legal scholar and, and then he uh, had his hands down his pants during a zoom meeting and well that all ended. So I was reading this article about him and uh, how he's doing and what are his chances of, uh, you know, redemption and all that kind of stuff. And there were some interesting factoids in there that I just thought, wow, huh? First of all, you know who his mother is? I don't know if any of these names ring any bells with you, but okay, maybe even, you know, uh, Jeffrey Tubin's name doesn't ring a bell with you. Okay, fine. But for those that it does ring a bell with, you know who his mom is or was? I don't know if she's alive. Her name is Marlene Sanders. And if that name rings a bell, she was one of the very few female television correspondents back in the I'm 60s were there were next to none of them but Marlene Sanders was one and she was a tough cookie she even you know went to Vietnam and was like out there reporting in Vietnam with the
0: guys Marlene Sanders begot Jeffrey Toobin, who knew? And also there was
1: this weird thing. He's still married to this woman. He's been married to for a long time. They met at Harvard or something. But in the course of the article, it became apparent that he also had a child by a young woman who he was not married to during his marriage, who he had first refused to acknowledge as his own and, and now has, pays child support. And, um, uh, I, and he's still married.
2: <laughs>
0: People's lives are interesting
1: so trump is begging the supreme court right now to to throw out your votes if you're in pennsylvania i think this is the third time they're going they're running to the court and it'll have the same of course uh it'll yield the same result so one of the interesting things uh about uh Trump's inability to get any court uh to side with him i mean first of all, it just shows how totally specious uh, the legal arguments his attorneys are deploying but <laughs> there was one There were a few cases in Wisconsin that gave me some trepidation because it was on courts. The Supreme Court of Wisconsin has been packed with federalist right wing judges. That was done, of course, when Scott Walker was the governor. And. um That court is still a majority conservative Republican court. And so when Giuliani and his crew went before them, they could have expected that they might actually win in their efforts to invalidate. They were going after the votes in Milwaukee County and Dane County, where Madison, the capital is. Those, of course, are the two, (laughs) those are where a whole ton of the Democrats uh, vote and people of color. So they did uh, their efforts. And in Wisconsin, they lost, as they have everywhere else. But unlike where they lost everywhere else, this was close. It was
0: four to three. Which means that three,
1: the losers in the case, three Republicans, right-wing Republican jurists, actually were willing to do the bidding of Donald Trump. Three. The only thing that saved the day was one who voted with The more liberal justices. And I want to tell you who this guy was because I was raging about him just a year or so ago when there was a special election to fill the seat he holds. And he was Scott Walker's guy. He was so much Scott Walker's guy that he actually was his chief legal counsel before he ended up on the court. He's the one who actually wrote the law that stripped labor unions, public sector labor unions in Wisconsin of their collective bargaining rights. Do you remember there were these
2: huge
1: demonstrations back then in Wisconsin around the Capitol, day after day, night after night. That was because of him. And then just last year, he won this incredibly narrow election and got a 10 year term, not for life. It's a 10 year term on the state Supreme Court with of course, Republican
0: media and grassroots networks carrying him. Now they want to kill him seriously. Now they want to kill him.
1: He's now getting threatening
0: messages, mails told he'll be tried for treason. that he'll be. And this is a guy who is a member
1: of the Federalist Society who just four years ago founded a private school that forbids same-sex relationships among its employees and students. And now the right-wingers are calling him a
0: communist. He says,
1: The hard thing to do is to fulfill your oath,
0: especially when you know it's going to make your political supporters unhappy. He did the right thing. He listened to the law and he sided with
1: the liberals on the court because he's an honorable right winger. The other three not. And if this guy had not been honorable, Trump and his people would
0: have gotten a foothold. By the way, two of the justices that he joined
1: in that 4-3 decision in Wisconsin are women. And they also happen to be jews and what they've been subjected to is well take what he's been subjected to and add onto it this loathsome layer of just overt anti-semitism and misogyny to the point where they now have to have security and in fact that judge the federalist conservative judge who has five kids god help any of them if they're gay has five kids he does not allow them to play in the front yard
0: anymore hey i want to um i
1: want to tell you if you have access to Netflix, you have got to watch Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. This is an August Wilson play, a part of his astonishing cycle. I had never seen this
2: one.
0: Oh my God. And what makes it at times almost unbearable is that one of the main characters is played by Chadwick Boseman who
1: is a black actor who is now dead, died at the age of 44 from cancer, died very shortly after this film wrapped. So as you watch him, and he's an amazing actor, you are watching a
0: young man who's dying. And he looks like he is now that
1: you know, of course, when in retrospect, he's so thin. He looks gaunt. And some of his soliloquies, some of the speeches he gives in this movie are so
0: raw And they're railing at God and they're railing at mortality and death.
1: And to see him doing that while he, I mean, my God, if he doesn't win an Academy Award, I don't know who the hell should. It is the most searing. And 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 that's not even beginning to talk about Viola Davis as Ma Rainey.
0: Incredible. But she can do no wrong. Some of the other actors have since said it was pretty
1: grueling, some of the shooting. It really exhausted us. And yet we were all able-bodied. We were well. And looking back now, knowing that he did this, wrestling with this cancer that was eating him alive. Amazing. Please watch it. It has to be... August Wilson, gee whiz. So I don't know when he wrote that. It is so on, It it is so
2: good.
0: And it's hard to watch if you're a white person. But man, watch it. Watch it. What a gift August Wilson left us. What a historical
1: record of Black life in America.
0: He left us. Schools should just teach his plays
1: if they want to know about Black experience in America.
0: Incredible. I'm hoping you will watch. Oh, and Father Joseph always, always upbeat.
1: Lynn, get excited about the post Trump era. Let's focus on what we'd like to see during the Biden administration. I'm excited about the possibilities for infrastructure, for example. What are your hopes? I hopes. I hope to get to the Biden administration. I have I hope to survive this pandemic. I hope infrastructure, I guess they can do some of it. Do you know how much money they're gonna have to throw at resurrecting this economy of pulling poverty that have fallen into it, of, oh, God, of this Russian attack, which we have not responded to in
0: any way. Uh, I've said this all my life.
1: I don't know what's wrong with this country. They always elect Democrats. And I mean, you go all the way back to the depression, go back a hundred years. This country elects Republicans who then screw it up
0: so massively, create so much suffering and death and poverty while the rich, Kachinka ching ka ching ka ching ka ching. That's what Republicans do and always have.
1: And then a Democrat gets to come in. Because the people find that, geez, this life is really bad. I guess we better elect one of those uh commies, those Democrats or something. And then they give it to a Democrat. And what does a Democrat get to do? He doesn't get to do, Father Joseph, what you're saying. They don't get to, like, hit the ground running and start building things up.
0: They spend the first three, four years cleaning up.
1: I'm sorry, I'm screaming. But that's what they do. That's what
0: Barack Obama had to do, clean up. He was handed a nation that was almost in a depression, free-falling economy,
1: handed wars that we didn't need to be in, and he couldn't do what he had wanted to do, that he managed to do The Affordable Care Act is unbelievable because what he was doing was cleaning up the mess. And I haven't seen a bigger mess
0: than the one that's getting dumped into Biden's lap. all right i'm done hey remember
1: the conjunction outside depending on the weather you don't need a pair of binoculars but check it out saturn and jupiter looking like they're dancing and um it's right after sunset so that's pretty early and southwest corner near the horizon because then they're gone too. It should be a very bright, very bright
0: star is what it's going to look like. You won't see it again. Ever. Okay. Thank you, Susan, tomorrow. Be smart. Stay well. Bye. Bye. Lynn Cullen Live, Monday through Friday from 10am to 11am and archived at pghcitypaper.com The opinions expressed on Lynn Cullen Live are those of the host and do not necessarily reflect the viewpoints of Pittsburgh City Paper or its advertisers.